Welcome to Data Protection Gumbo, episode 11, and I am your host, Demetrius Malbro. Please follow me on Twitter at DMalbro, connect with me on LinkedIn, and also please consider joining my LinkedIn group, Backup and Recovery Professionals, which currently has about 16,500 professional members worldwide. Today on Data Protection Gumbo, I have the pleasure of speaking with Doug Hazelman, Vice President, Product Strategy and Chief Evangelist at Veeam. Doug consults with customers, partners and industry analysts on key considerations for implementing virtual server infrastructures. He works with Veeam's R&D team to enhance and develop new Veeam products to address market needs and advises customers on best practices for managing virtual environments. So without further ado, here is the interview with Doug Hazelman. So welcome to the gumbo, Doug. How are you? I'm good. How are you today, Demetrius? I am doing well. So let's go ahead and jump right in here. Um, Also, let's see. Currently, most companies in the data protection industry are preaching and screaming from the rooftops that their products, software, or services can save time mitigate risk, and also reduce capital and operational expenditures. And we also know that the loss of critical data or application downtime is just totally unacceptable. And some applications need to be recovered in minutes now versus hours or days, in some cases with the legacy backup infrastructure. Also, leveraging the cloud has become a vital part of most companies' backup and recovery game plan and for running select primary workloads. So looking toward the future and making great strides with their backup and replication software, Veeam has done a fantastic job of continuing on your trek of providing availability for the modern data center. So with that said, Doug, let's have a discussion about the availability for the modern data center and all of the components that build out the ecosystem of an always-on business. So my first question is, what is your definition of the modern data center, and would you say it encompasses software-defined X or software-defined anything? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, yeah, software-defined. I mean, it's, it's really software-defined anything. And you know, when we talk about the modern data center, you know, we view it as, you know, this, this evolution that we've taken really over the last 10 or so years of, you know, where everything was run, you know, applications were single server, um, you know, you had a physical server for, for all these different types of things, um, and virtualization came in and, and really changed the game. Uh, you know, because of virtualization, you know, led by VMware and, and then with, with Microsoft, you know, hot on their heels, you know, you, you've, you've now got this capability to run multiple workloads on the same hardware. Um, and, and, and that's kind of what we talk about when we talk about modernizing. You know, you, you also have storage technologies. Um, you know, snapshots have always been there. Snapshots of VMs, you know, were a little bit different. Um, now we've got software-defined storage with likes of VMware vSAN and, and, and some of the, the, the steps that Microsoft is taking and other vendors. Um, so, you know, we're really seeing a lot of different things in, in, in kind of the modernization in the data center. Um, and then, as you mentioned, there's, there's also cloud. Right. And, and how do we take right. advantage of cloud moving forward? What, what are the opportunities in, in cloud? How do I, how do I leverage it? You know, do I, do I start to, to, to run everything in the cloud or do I continue to have what's in my data center augmented by what's, by, by, by cloud technologies? 
Uh, and that's really kind of that's how I think what I think of when I think of the modern data center. Um, it's kind of a combination of all those things. Okay, fantastic. So what do you classify as legacy backup infrastructure or software? So we view it as you know any software or, or backup systems that were designed in the physical world. Uh, and you know the easiest way that I always think about it is, are there agents? Right? Is the, does something need to be installed on every server, whether it's virtual or physical, um, in order to provide any type of, of protection, whether it's for the entire system or if it's just for a particular application? Uh, and you know, in, in the in the world of, of virtualization, you know, with with virtual machines just being nothing but files on disk, it makes sense just to back up that that virtual machine as an image. Um, and you know that's kind of that's where we came from. So you know that we we view that as the the modern approach. Um, you know, agentless technology, um, very deeply ingrained in the virtualization technologies. Um, you know, speaking to the hypervisors and those types of things. Um, but you know, just don't have that baggage of all of these agents and then having to manage those everywhere. Make sure they're updated when the applications are updated and all those types of things. Okay, great. So I guess continuing on the theme of, of physical and legacy, right? Mm-hmm. So where does the where does physical tape uh, fit into the Veeam puzzle? Since tape is still needed for uh, regulatory and compliance reasons as as well as encryption. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that you know that that was one of the you know at Veeam we have a we have a sense we we never say never, um, especially when it comes to technology <laughs> right. and. You know, for the first several years, you know, we were shipping product and, and we were, we were a disk only solution. And the, the, the interesting point is, you know, we, we heard from our, our customers, we heard from our users and we heard from our, our channel and our partners that, you know, tape is not dead. Um, you know, at least 30 to 40% of our, our, of our customers and our prospects need to use tape, like you mentioned, because of regulatory and compliance. Um, and there's still the aspect that tape is still a very cheap medium. For, for storing data um, and especially for archiving it. Uh, so we, we added tape support a couple of years ago. Um, and, you know, we saw, we definitely saw some acceleration in, in terms of sales because we, we finally had that, that one feature, um, you know, that was, that was kind of missing was, was tape support for, for a lot of customers um, that, that couldn't use us because they were required to use tape. Uh, so we, we've, we've moved over that hurdle. Okay, great. I'm, I'm sure you guys are reaping the benefits of um, now supporting tape. <laughs> um, so I, I see a lot of projects that are geared toward moving off of physical hardware and to virtual infrastructure or P2V as we call mm-hmm. it. Um, do you also see this trend and how does your flagship product, Veeam Backup and Replication, fit into this reality? Yeah, P2V was, was I think, always it, – it's, it's an interesting technology and – you know the, the fact is now that almost you know both VMware as well as Microsoft have P2V technologies built in. Um, you know back eight years ago P2V was a big thing because you know the the vendors weren't supplying that technology. You had third party vendors like Platespin coming in and they had great solutions for for providing you know P2V. Um, you know to get to get you onto physical is kind of a, a migration, right? Because you know everyone was going virtual, but how do I get my physical workloads over P2V it? Uh, now we're running in virtual and, 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 and all that's great. Um, but I think, you know, what we've seen now is those legacy workloads that, that had to be P2V'd, um, have, have for a, a large part been done. And, you know, most new deployments are now just virtual first so that P2V for the migration aspect is, is really not there as much as it was before. 
Um, now, a lot of vendors, you know, especially in the backup disaster recovery space, will talk about P to V in terms of a disaster recovery type of scenario where we'll back up a physical system and then, you know, recover it in, in a virtual machine. Um, and those technologies work. Um, you know, I'm not saying that those technologies don't work, but I always ask the question of, well, if it can run as a virtual machine, why is it physical? Um, because you get right. so many benefits out of virtualization, um, you know, with 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 portability and, and you know, it, you know, we, we all know the the benefits of virtualization. So yeah, exactly. You know, if, if if your backup strategy is to back up your physical server and recover it under virtual if needed, well, why not just make it virtual to begin with? Uh, so, you know, I, I get you know maybe you know, I I I have this tendency I guess to just kind of you know make sense of things and it just doesn't make sense to me. Sure, <laughs> but that's sure. such a big strategy. Sure, I, I I agree with that. And also, I have noticed that um, Veeam has appeared in the uh, illustrious Gartner Magic Quadrant, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> for enterprise backup software and integrated appliances for uh, think about what three years now. Yeah, are we allowed to talk about that on here? Magic Quadrant. Um, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> a- absolutely. This all things okay. all things go. <laughs> Some circles don't like to talk don't like to talk analysts, but. Right. Well, hey, I, I like to mix everything within my conversation. Okay. Uh, so, by the way, congratulations for making the quadrants. Thanks. So, does does Veeam have an appliance or? Uh, no. So the, the the title, you know, in terms of the Magic Quadrant report that they put out is is kind of long, you know, as you mentioned, and and it covers a number of different technologies. So it, it covers software as as well as integrated appliances, um, and you know, our placement in the Magic, you know, we we, we go through the the process every year of, of, of filling out and, and talking with Gartner. Um, they're, they're great to work with, um, you know, and then we, we, we kind of wait for the, for the quadrant to come out. And, you know, we've, we've been in the visionary quadrant now for the last couple of years and, you know, we're actually moving up um, where a lot of other vendors are moving down. Uh, okay. So, you know, they, there's, you know, you know, we, we talk to them, you know, and, 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 you know, there, there's always, always suggestions and recommendations um, and it just, you know, it has to fit in with our strategy as well uh, to determine if we want to go into certain areas or not. Okay, that's fair. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Doug, so I guess now what, what seems to be hot in the cloud computing and virtualization industry is this term called containers. And Docker seems to be on fire with their open source container technology. And does any of your products support this technology? Oh. We don't have any. We don't have support for containers. Uh, we don't have any support for containers. Is is the easy answer? Okay. Um, not to say that we won't support it in the, in, in the future, um, but the way I I kind of view it right now, there's a couple ways to look at it. <clears throat> um, you know, one is as a technology, it's new, right? It's modern, um, so you know we should be we should be supporting it. Um, but we just haven't found in talking with our our current customers as well as our prospects um, that it's technology that that they're using and, and, you know, that we need to add support so we can, you know, keep them as a customer or, or, or sell them additional software. Um, you know, it's, 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 it hasn't reached the, the, the criticality of, of like what tape support had when we added tape support. And, and a lot of people are talking about it. Um, but talking about it and doing it are, I, I, I see a lot of times two different things. And right. the way we approach new technology, um, you know, we, we have a we have a view that we don't have to be the first 
um, to support a new technology like containers, um, you know, like even even cloud. We weren't we weren't first to cloud or anything like that, but we want to be the best. And so when we do come out with solutions that support these new technologies, once the critical mass has has been reached, um, you know, that's when you know we want to come out and and do it in a way that that solves real world problems. Um, that takes a lot of pain and headache out of, of, of whatever is required of, you know, for that technology, um, and, and do it right. Uh, I think we've done that with Veeam Cloud Connect, uh, which is our, our cloud technology that allows you to, you know, very easily copy your backups from your on-prem data center up to a cloud. Um, and, you know, we've, we've decided to do it in such a way that we've enabled our partners uh, to be able to provide that cloud-powered service. Uh, so, you know, it's not just, you know, we don't support just three big public clouds. We support anyone, any cloud that wants to utilize the Veeam Cloud Connect technology, build that service, and offer it to customers. Uh, so it really broadens the scope uh, and choice of what customers have when they're when they're looking at, hey, I want to, you know, store my backups in the cloud instead of putting them on tape in, in, in a truck. Uh, so they have now a lot more options, and we our partners have a lot of options as well to to offer these services. And you know the the one I'm really excited about coming up in version nine through you know Cloud Connect is DR as a service and supporting replication. So being able to replicate a virtual machine from on-prem to the cloud, have it sit there in a powered off state, but in the event of a disaster provide a number of failover options uh, for customers to be able to recover in the cloud. Uh, and we're, we're working on some really exciting technology there um, that will be out later this year. Fantastic. So you, you must have read my mind. Uh, my, my next question was directly related to Cloud Connect, so um, you, you answered that for me. Yeah, I dodged, I dodged um, the Docker and went to Cloud <laughs> <laughs> not, not a problem, smart man. Uh, so I've noticed that you have a monitoring and reporting and capacity planning tool called Veeam One. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so Veeam One, it, it, it is a standalone product, um, but what we do is, what we really promote is what we call our Veeam Availability Suite. Um, and the Veeam Availability Suite is it's a, a soft bundle um, that gets you both Veeam Backup and Replication as well as Veeam One. Um, at a, a discounted price. So if you buy them separately, it's one price. If you buy them in the, in the suite, it's, it's cheaper um, is the easy way to, to explain that. Um, but, you know, Veeam 1 is really designed for what we call visibility. Um, and it's not just visibility into your virtual infrastructure because it provides that, but it's also visibility into your data protection infrastructure um, and joining those two together. So, you know if you have unprotected VMs. You know the last time a particular virtual machine was, was replicated successfully. Um, you know how many restore points you have. Um, you can run reports. Um, you can do capacity planning for when you're going to run out of space for, for storing your disk-based backups. Um, you know, a number of, of great metrics and, and those types of things, as well as, you know, um, reporting on the virtual infrastructure capacity planning, what if analysis, all this type of stuff um, on your virtual infrastructure as well. So, you know, when you, when you put them together um, as as part of the avail- availability suite, they, they work very, very well together. Okay, great. Does it do any alerting? Oh, yeah. So, you know, I mean, that that's kind of, you know, that that's part of it. It's it's monitoring, alerting, and reporting. So, okay. you know, if, if you've got, you know, 
a host running out of memory, you'll get an alert. If you, you know, have a VM down, you'll get an alert. There's, you know, hundreds of alerts that you can set up and you can ask, also actually trigger actions you can trigger some automatic actions on those alerts as well um, if you if you so decide to do that okay you know us uh, system administrator guys we we love alerts and pagers and being woken up in the middle of the night yeah yeah that's fun for everybody (laughs) all right so um, we're just about out of time here Doug and I really appreciate you taking the time to come on data protection gumbo and I also look forward to speaking with you in the future about Veeam's availability suite. Thank you for coming on board, Doug. Great. One more plug, if, if I can. Sure. Um, we are going to be in our second year of our VeeamOn conference. So VeeamOn, it's in Las Vegas towards the end of October. Um, if okay. you go to our website, you'll, you'll see information there. But, you know, if you want to find out more about Veeam, um, we, we've got – I think we're we have a lot of sponsors that are going to be there. We have a ton of informative sessions. We we even have uh, discounted training for our our certified engineer program. Uh, so definitely recommend everybody check out Veeam on if you can make it to Vegas. Um, it promises to be a, a very educational um, as well as a little bit of fun. So it's in Las Vegas, so it's it's a great trip to make. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Doug, you have a fantastic week, and thank you for coming on Data Protection Gumbo. Thanks, Demetrius. All right, bye-bye. I want to thank you for listening. I welcome your feedback on iTunes and ask that you provide a rating and share with your peers. Please follow me on Twitter at dmalbro and connect with me on LinkedIn. Together, we will be able to add to the innovation of storing data more efficiently and smarter. Have a great week.